Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome one and welcome all, however comma. This here podcast is not for the faint at heart. Should at any time you feel uncomfortable in any way, go ahead and click that exit button on your screen and be abundantly blessed. (laughs) But for those of you who enjoy real conversations and would like to hear more, go ahead and hit that like and share button, okay? Don't haul all this good good for yourself. (laughs) Sharing is scaring. Bring someone else in on this really real in all thy realness podcast. Hey everybody, um, I hope everything is going well with you guys. Um, I know it's been a minute, it's been a hot, hot minute. Oh my gosh, so much has happened. It has been one hell of a year. And um, yeah, I'm just chilling, trying to get myself together, trying to get my life back on track. Um, however, I did not want to close out this year, 2022, without at least one more episode of Real as L. So, here it is. (laughs) Um, yeah, so. We are nearing 2022. We are right here at the... (laughs) The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, I can't say. But um <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas. We got New Year's coming up. We just left out of Thanksgiving-ish. I do like Thanksgiving, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I got to eat. <laughs> and my mom and Ziddy be throwing down, okay? So, yeah, anyways, um, I figured I'd get up here, you know, it's just me this time, um, yeah, I just want to talk about this l of a year, <laughs> so, um, to get it on and popping, y'all already know we're gonna start with my favorite segment that I've added to the show, um, ask Dr. J. Y'all, let me tell you something. I really appreciate this man. (laughs) He's one of my best friends ever. You know how you have that friend, right? That you don't talk to every day. You see like once a year. If that. Um, But when you do talk and you connect, it's like you never miss a beat. I like friends like that. Don't give me no, um, you ain't called me last week. I feel like you got an attitude. <laughs> Dang, what I do. No, let me tell y'all something. The way charity life is set up, I'm lucky if I can talk to myself. <laughs> like, for real, though. Like, um, I have a lot going on in this mind of mine, which, you know, kind of ties in with this episode. This episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety and depression. And um, especially during this time of the year, 
I've been writing this book for the past two years. And um, it's really special to me because I had a chance to actually reflect on my life and talk about, you know, how I became who I am. I'm still becoming, shout out to Michelle Obama. I'm still becoming, however, I am who I am currently this present day because of, you know, how I was raised or things that I've gone through in life or things that I wanted to go through in life but couldn't, you know. I talk about all that. Anyway, the name of the book (laughs) is I Am. And um, ultimately, I will be expressing to you guys who I am, how I became who I am. And um, my name is Charity. That's my real name, everybody. (laughs) That is my government. My name is Charity. And charity means love. And I was named charity for a reason. And I really feel like, you know, it's more than, you know, my mom saying, oh, I love that name or, oh, it means love. And, you know, the Bible says the greatest of these is charity and all this great stuff. But I really feel like my name, charity, really is a big part of who I am but anyway let's let's get back on track so (laughs) at this moment I want to bring on my best good friend Dr. J dear Dr. J it's the holidays and while it should be a joyous time unfortunately for most it is a dreadful time what are some ways for some of us who suffer from depression and anxiety to get through this time of year. So please help me welcome Dr. J. Hey Charity, good question. So if you're dealing with any level of depression or anxiety, the holidays can be especially difficult for whatever reason. So maybe your family's crazy or you Notice that it's cuffing season and you're not cuffed and you feel lonely. Or maybe you're away from your family and you wish you were closer and you can't get around and eat good and you're out here getting takeout. So whatever that reason is, um, it's understandable. What you can do is find a family, you know, get one of your friends or somebody in the area and just see what they're doing and hang around them. Or you can create your own family. Like, they don't have to be related to you. Uh, most people that you add to your family just from scratch, um, they turn out to be better than your own family members sometimes. Um, so you don't have to just be like, okay, this is my blood relative. This is where I have to be. No. Find your own people. Create your own bubble. And if you can't do that in the area that you're in, just find a way to be around people. You know, that, that usually helps. And it is a distractor. And then it focuses you to focus on more positive things versus I'm lonely, no one's around. Because you're doing stuff with people. Regardless, you could join a group. You could um, volunteer somewhere or go to anywhere, like church. Like, you know, even when I realized what I did about church and I no longer believed in what, the people around me believed in, I still went 
because that was my family. Um, the music was fire. I liked people that that were around there. So I grew up with these people. I still know these people. And, you know, they're still a family. We don't have to all think the same or believe the same beliefs. But, you know, I do know, like, we can still kick it. Or we can just be around each other and enjoy each other's company. We don't have to talk about stuff that we disagree on. Let's talk about stuff that we we like or we do agree on. And then the last thing I would say is to stay off social. So if you are at home and you're already depressed and feeling lonely and then you're just scrolling through Instagram, that's that's going to cause you to go into this deeper hole. So if you're going to be on social, follow the chocolate guy. Just watch a bunch of chocolate videos. I think his name is Almery. He just makes chocolate out of just, I mean, ridiculous stuff like sculptures. He made a foosball table. He makes like dragons and sharks and shit. But it's all out of chocolate. It's crazy. So that'll give you some happiness. But back to my point about the social. So a lot of these people aren't posting to show the stuff that they have. They they want to kind of show what you don't have. And so it's meant to take something away from you. It's, it's meant to elicit a feeling from you. And that's why you feel worse after you've gone through people's social media because it's you're not really happy for that person. You start thinking about, oh, this person has this and I don't. And then you get more depressed and more into your feelings. And that's what they're trying to do. They might not be doing it maliciously, um, but that's the algorithm. That's what works. That's why they're posting. And they might not know that that's why they're posting consciously, but that's why most people do it, to just show what you don't have. Because most of them don't even have that. They just want to post, you know, to better themselves. But it's hard to better themselves without making you feel less than. So I would say that's a big thing. So if you do find yourself at home by yourself, stay off of social. Go out. Find a group to join. Find something to do that involves people. And... Take your mind away from you just being at home by yourself. Create a family, find a group, do something with people, do something for others. You kind of just want to shift your focus so you don't have time to think about what you don't have. You want to change your perspective. And it's kind of hard to do that when you're just sitting around by yourself. So go somewhere where it's like, I don't have time to think about how shitty my life is right now. Or... You know, something that forces you to change your your outlook on how you see your life at the moment. Because it's all about perspective. You can take two people in the same situations and just shift on how you're looking at the situation and have totally different outcomes. So hopefully that was helpful. I know it was a bit wordy. No, um, it was clear, concise, and to the point. It was very appreciated. Um, I got some out of my doggone stuff. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Dr. J. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> dude, you totally stepped on my toes about that social media because I can definitely attest to that <laughs> i'll jump off of social media get back on social media um deactivate my accounts get back on because i'm nosy um <laughs> and 
Absolutely. Like, I've been there where I'm like looking at people's pages, looking at things people are doing. Like, man, that was my idea at one point in time. And they, you know, beat me to it. And they're better at it than I am. And yeah, that shit hurt a little bit. However, (laughs) I am one of those supportive friends so um it's all love it's all love but if you're not careful some of that stuff that you're looking at and scrolling through on social media listen it will have your mind all over the place that's why sometimes I have to take breaks as a matter of fact um coming up in January I'm going on another hiatus because I for one gotta finish this book (laughs) and (laughs) number two um Let's just say there are some things that I have up my sleeve that I can't really talk about too much right now. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next. Um, in more recent news, Twitch. Let's talk about what happened with Twitch, man. Listen, it breaks my heart when I see that these incredible people, and that's another thing, social media. TV, um, radio, all that stuff. People are out here living their best lives and still cannot cope with this nasty disease called depression. It is horrible. Like, you can look at people and think they have, like, the best life ever. And next thing you know, they have ended that life that you thought was so great. There's some things that we don't see in other people um we only see what people show us or what people tell us that's on things we know um and it's so unfortunate it is so unfortunate i had a conversation with um with someone i hold near and dear to my heart um and we talked about suicide we talked about how we both had those thoughts recent thoughts of suicide and um it gets to that point like from the outside looking in it's like and I use the word like a lot I just noticed that (laughs) but from the outside looking in I've always wondered like how can somebody just end their lives what were they thinking not just on 10 they're they're thinking too much um way too much because when I personally was in a state of, look, if I can just just cease to exist, perhaps maybe everything would be better. Perhaps maybe <laughs> I don't have to worry about these bills or worry about, you know, this and that or whatever. Um, because I'm not going to be here. But... What I have learned or what I hold on to when I do have thoughts like that or I have had thoughts like that, uh, number one, my children. My children are everything to me. I wake up every single morning, go out there in that cold, crisp weather to go to work, deal with people attitudes, deal with people multiple personality disorders. <laughs> deal with some BS 
for a little bit of cash just to make sure my children are okay. They are the reasons I do everything I do. They are the reasons why I cannot cease to exist. Um, Because my, my biggest thought is, okay, if I'm gone, what happens to them? How is that going to affect them psychologically? How is it going to affect them, you know, emotionally? Um, How is that going to affect them in the way they're going to be brought up? Who's going to take care of my children? You know, I, I think about those things. And that is like the main thing that keeps me going every day. Um, but yes, yeah, so I was having this conversation um with my loved one and we were just discussing like you know it gets to that point to where you just you want to end it all because it hurt life hurts sometimes it hurts so bad to the point you can't even comprehend what's next what just happened what is gonna happen what's going on right now you can't comprehend anything everything is just a big blur and it's so frustrating and it's so overwhelming it's sickening it's nauseating to the point where it's like look just let me stop breathing and i'll feel so much better i know that thought i've never attempted suicide but those thoughts Listen, I've had some loved ones who have actually attempted suicide. I've had some loved ones who have actually been successful at suicide. And it's so unfortunate because I look and I'm like, first thing I ask is, man, what is something I could have done to help the situation? You know, and it's, it's, it's terrible. Anyway, so getting back to Twitch. So... For those of you who don't know, he was a freestyle hip-hop dancer. He was a choreographer, actor. Um, He was featured on So You Think You Can Dance, um, that TV show. He was also um, on The Ellen Show, featured as a co-host there. Um, (laughs) He he really helped people through... um, the pandemic <laughs> posting videos dancing videos and help people just you know get he he gave so much life and when i heard his passing i was just like so heartbroken because i don't know it, it's it's horrible and then here we are this time of the year as we talked about before um i don't know why <laughs> This time of the year is so dreadful, so sad. Um, Other than, you know, hey, it's Christmas and you might not be able to do for other people or you probably don't have people, like Dr. J said, um, to be there for you or, you know, to hang out with or whatever the case is. But um, I just want to encourage you guys to, to, um, you know, not only take heed to to the advice from Dr. J, but to also, you know, if you don't feel that way, if you are, 
one of very few who are fortunate enough to enjoy this time of the year. Um, educate yourselves. Educate yourselves. Um, because you just never know. Like I said, I was speaking to a loved one um, just a few weeks ago. I mean, within the past few weeks. And I never would have thought I hear those words. Um hey, I wanted to kill myself. I never would have thought that. So you, I want you guys to like really take heed and educate yourselves and and notice some of the signs of depression and anxiety. Um, and I'm going I'm to give you some um, things that people may experience. And this is from Google, y'all. So don't quote me on anything. Y'all quote Google. Got a problem? Go to Google. She the one that gave me this stuff. <laughs> But no, seriously, so take notice of people's moods. Um, they might have anxiety, apathy, general discontent, guilt, hopelessness. I can never say that word. Loss of interest or pleasure in activities, mood swings or sadness. Um, check out their behavior. They might be agitated, excessive crying, irritability, restlessness, or social isolation. Um, Sleep patterns. You might not notice other people's sleep patterns unless, you know, they're right there in your house. Um, Especially you guys with children, teenagers, um, your spouses, your parents. Um, Early awakening, excess sleepiness insomnia or restless sleep i've been there whole body excessive hunger fatigue or loss of appetite cognitive their lack of concentration or slowness in activity check out their weight weight gain or weight loss also common are poor appetite repeatedly going over thoughts or thoughts of suicide yeah, so these are just some of the things that I pulled up on Google recently. Um, but yeah, so now I'm just going to um, talk about charity a little bit. Um, those of you who don't know, I think I mentioned a few times before that I I do. I, I am being treated for anxiety and depression, um, manic depression generalized anxiety disorder <laughs> all of these are look at my, my chart <laughs> you see all the different ways anxiety and depression are spelled out <laughs> in my chart um currently i am i'm coping um more recently i have had to transition from one job that i absolutely love and now I'm at a job that I've always wanted to do and wanted to learn. And I'm still there because I'm still learning how to do certain things um, with this job. I dismissed the job that I was at because, I mean, sometimes in order to protect your mental health, you got to walk away from certain things, certain people. I just... When it comes to the point where I feel like my peace and my sanity are being compromised, um, 
or threatened in any way and I feel unsafe in that capacity, there is absolutely no way. I don't care if I have to um, flip burgers or <laughs> be um, up here at the stoplight um, with a cardboard box begging for money. I absolutely will not work under any kind of circumstances where I feel like I have to continuously guard and protect my peace when I'm around certain people. I mean, it, it got to the point where, you know, I had to be the bigger person and stay strong and close my mouth and, you know, um, try not to yell or try not to come out of character. When you got all that pressure, you already, you're already dealing with, you know, trying to keep your mental health intact and keep it under control but then on top of that you have to actively and presently guard your peace (laughs) just because you're around certain people and you have to actually train yourself not to look or speak or act a certain way just because you are around that certain person it was just too much you know, um, but yeah, I, I had to, I had to do what's best for me. Cause other than that, I would either ended up in jail or in someone's mental institute. And I wasn't prepared for either. Um, I like my nice warm bed, <laughs> but I digress. Um, so yeah, I, I went through that for a little bit. Um, one of the most triggering things that I have gone through recently is uh the loss of one of my brothers it was just and y'all know especially black folk um (laughs) y'all know how it is certain things you don't just openly talk about um especially the circumstances surrounding his existence um however comma in our adulthood we've come to terms with who we are um we've even had a chance to develop a relationship it was little sis big brother (laughs) type situation um laugh joke crack jokes um hey how your kids doing checking up on my kids i'm checking up on his um and it was so unfortunate that you know we've only had a short time to actually acknowledge each other as brother and sister um acknowledge each other period you know um but that's just life I'm learning that you get the hand that you're dealt you know and Sometimes you play the cards right. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you like, dang, I was going to throw out that card. However, somebody else had a, <laughs> had that deuce and it trumped your little king, you know, um, or my space player out there. So, <laughs> but um, I miss him. I wish we could have had more time together. Um. I wanted to 
I wanted to do so much, you know. I wanted to all get together for family functions and birthday parties and just hanging out because I'm a big family lover. Anybody know me, they know I love my family, especially my siblings. Um, but yeah, so lost him in October. Um, bad car wreck. He was in ICU for like two weeks. One thing that really helped me through that situation is I went to see him in the hospital a couple times. When I first saw him, he was heavily sedated. They wanted to keep him sedated and make sure, you know, his, his vitals are stable and things like that. Because, I mean, he was obviously in a lot of pain, um, all the broken bones and fractures and things. But that last time I saw him, and I'm saying this with a smile on my face, usually I cry. But that last time I saw him, um, he was lightly sedated. And they were like, yeah, he's in and out of sleep and things like that. Um, But I was holding his hand, and he kind of moved his hand. I was like, oh, my God, he's moving. (laughs) You know, it, it felt great that I was like yes it's getting better this is awesome um I held his hand again and he kind of rubbed his thumb against mine and then he opened his eyes and looked at me and (laughs) the wrinkle in his forehead it looked like what the hell you doing here you know and it was like it was a shock but it was like gratitude there like my sis came, you know. I'll never forget that look, ever. I'll never forget that look. He opened his eyes and looked at me. And, you know, he had tubes and stuff down his throat. I wish <laughs> I wish I could have known what he would have said in that moment, you know. Because um, he was a clown. Everybody know he was a clown. Um, but, yeah, that was the last time I saw him alive. But, um, yeah, we buried him in October. And I guess the triggering part is, you know, I'm just now getting to the point where I can talk about it without tears in my eyes. <laughs> um, because, like, even at the funeral, people were coming to me like, I didn't know that was your brother, but I can see it now. And, like, they were looking at me like, yup. And I'm looking like, really? You don't even look like <laughs> that's my homie. At the repass, I had people come up to me like, yo, he loved his sisters. Y'all better not say nothing about his sisters because he will go cuss you out. And, you know, I'm not really too liked in my hometown. However... <laughs> They said if somebody said something about one of his sisters, he's like, nope, y'all gone with that, you know. He was always a protector, um, no matter what, no matter the surrounding circumstances of um, of our relationship. He was always big brother. He was a big dude, too, like, <laughs> But he was big, bro. Like, if I needed him to do something, if I needed him to go whoop somebody's ass real quick, I'm sure he would have done it. No questions asked. <laughs> that type of big brother, you know. 
Um, just a very interesting scenario. Um, but yeah, so that happened. <laughs> and um, yeah, man. I said all that to say, you know, people have different things that they're going through. Um, most people don't even know that you're dealing with certain things. Um, or you even have thoughts of, you know, hopelessness or just being sad or down or just can't get it together. People don't know. Um, especially if you're like me and you try to wear a smile no matter what. Because <laughs> I don't care where I am, who I'm with. I'm going to try to crack a joke or, you know, say something to get somebody else smiling. That's just me. But, um, you know, I also have a whole thunderstorm inside of me lately. And it's not always easy to admit that I am currently dealing with depression and anxiety. Um, You know, sometimes I'm in remission. I'm in remission for months. I've been in remission for years um, at a time. But, you know, hey, like they say, shit happens, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to close it out. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all a sneak peek of my book, And the whole book is not about depression and anxiety. So don't y'all feel like, (laughs) oh my gosh, she's going to be a woe is me type author. No, it it talks about a whole lot of stuff. But this particular chapter I wanted to pull out because, you know, like I said, I've been in conversation with a lot of people who deal with depression and anxiety on a regular, but especially this time of the year where, um, You know, people are just leaving here. Uh, People get being taken away from us. (laughs) I mean, things happen. And, um, you know, it's supposed to be the time of year where we enjoy our family and our friends and loved ones. But sometimes it is not easy. It is not easy at all. Um, Sometimes it's hard for me to even get out of the bed. Um. But everybody knows that I love to eat, so eventually I have to get up and get something to eat. (laughs) But other than that, it's just, it's not easy. And sometimes people like myself, we will fake it till we make it. And even that's hard. And it's exhausting. And it is tiresome. Um, You know, especially being around people when... You know, you're trying to put on this facade that, hey, I'm okay. Everything's great. But behind closed doors, like right now, I'm home alone. And if I wasn't doing this podcast, I promise you I'd be asleep. <laughs> I would be asleep because sometimes sleep, sleeping through things, <clears throat> it's like it helps me because it's like it gives me a break from reality it gives me that break from you know knowing that I have so much going on so much to do so much needs to be done and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna do it all 
because I'm the type of person I don't like to ask for help. <laughs> I don't like to ask for money. I don't like to ask for anything. I've always been an independent person trying to make the stuff happen myself. But anyway, you'll read about that in the book to be released in March 2023. Just had to throw that plug out there. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to go ahead and put a pin in it right here. <laughs> I hope that you guys actually got something out of my rambling <laughs> here tonight. Um, Yeah, I just want to encourage somebody and let you know that this right here is not the end. All you have to do is make it through. Um, If you're spiritual... The Bible says that though I walk through the valley, there's a valley that you have to go through um, in order to get where you're going. There's always joy on the other side. There's always something better on the other side. If you can just make it through, um, like for myself right now, I'm trying to make it through <laughs> the holidays. The holidays um, have never really been a good part of my life um i stopped saying um so much so that's another goal for me in 2023 mark that down um <laughs> i keep saying um that sucks but no seriously um just make it through set a goal uh, my sister always says pick a solution and stick to it <laughs> And I take that with me everywhere. I pick a solution and I just stick to it. If I can just make it to this point. And then once I get to that point, I pick another solution and I stick to it. And that's what keeps me going. Stop focusing on your present situation. Because, again, spiritual cliches. This too shall pass. Um, I'm being silly, but I'm being serious at the same time. Whatever it is to get you through, just get through, you know. Um, I love you if no one else ever tells you ever again. Know that I am love and I love you. I genuinely love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to, you know, push play. Hashtag push play over here you know um because you didn't have to do it you didn't have to do it but you did and i appreciate that i wish you all a very merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah feliz navidad happy holidays and have a wonderful blessed new year and I look forward to throwing out more content. Make sure y'all drop me a line. Let me know what you want to hear. What you want to talk about. Let's chat. You want to come on the show? Let's chop it up. We got this. We can do this. Let me know how you made it through. Let's talk about that in the new year. Okay? Peace and love. Megaphone. Everybody can hear you. What I was blurring your ear, you make it loud and clear up. Megaphone, everybody can hear ya. What I was blurring your ear, you make it loud and... Oh.